Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of the podcast. My name is Matt Bayliss and co-hosting with me today is founder of Noise Ministries. We have Maze. And also joining us today is our very special guest, all the way from the US of A, is founder of Reflection of Glory, Barry Dreyer. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. This is the Good Grief Podcast, bringing you all things good. So yeah, thank you uh, for joining us today, um, Barry. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's been a, a busy week, but good to take a break from everything and uh, get a chance to catch up with you guys. Yes, yeah, so you've had some uh, exciting events happening the last week, haven't you? You've had a, a new addition to the family? Yeah, new baby boy. Um, she's born last Thursday, and uh, so we've just been home from the hospital getting getting situated and uh, everything's going great so Excellent. glad to be thankful for oh definitely i'm sure we'll catch up a bit more by that a little bit later on um for the people who don't know barry i think we met first back in i'm going to take a stab of a date maybe you remember better than me but 2008 um i think it was 2006 oh yeah earlier yeah that's pretty cool so um, we first met Barry back in 2006. Uh, he was part of a mission <laughs> team that came over from the state to Kuipermine uh, Baptist Church at the time and spent a week down there with us uh, running a holiday club uh, for all the children in the summer. Uh, not just for the children, yep. but for us older ones. So I think we had just as much fun, if not more. And yeah. <laughs> and yeah, that was 2006. How many years did you come back? Was it two or three times? I came back t- uh, two times. Like I came two times total, and then there was another year I came, but we were uh, in a different town in Pinterbach, mm. so I didn't get to see the best people in Wales, uh, <laughs> but was still in the best country in the UK. So, well said, well said. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the right place. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, since um, you did those missions, what what's happened in life? Were you in college at the time? Back then, high school. You were in high school, high then. school. and then after that, yeah, you went I- off to college. Yeah, so after that, I went to college, um, a really small school here in the States that nobody's ever heard of called Erskine College, and uh, got my degree in music and also a degree in studying the Bible um, to uh, equip myself for ministry and music ministry, and so um, that's you know part of how I ended up where I am today. So where you are today, like I mentioned in the introduction, you're the founder of uh, Reflection of Glory. So where did that come about? Like, so that was uh, you may you may recognize those words from Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter three, verse eighteen, where it talks about how uh, we as Christians reflect the glory of the Lord, and that's part of what we're supposed to do. And so that's where I got the uh, the idea from the name. Um, cause you know, I'm, I'm, I've got musical skills and, uh, I'm not supposed to be using them to build up myself. Um, but you know, God has commanded that we use whatever he's given us, um, for his kingdom and his glory. And so I didn't want to, you know, 
slap my face on everything and slap my name all over everything and make it all about me. Um, so I thought that that idea of reflecting the glory of God through music uh, would work really well. So that's that's what I've gone with, and I've uh, I, I've really enjoyed it. So how long has reflection of glory been official? Oh gosh, <laughs> it's been official. Probably 2008. Okay. Maybe. It's been a while, but, you know, back then I was just me and my acoustic guitar because that's, that's all I had and uh, did music a little bit more like what Maze is doing now and uh, did that for a few years. But since then, the music I like to listen to has changed. And so that's changed the music I like to make. Yeah, so... It's only in the last few years I've really caught on to what you've been up to with uh, Reflection of Glory and you've been releasing uh, more content on Facebook and I've been tuning in yeah. and listening to it. I thought, okay, that's pretty cool. But I didn't realize it was as far back as uh, 2008. That's, that's pretty cool. You've been going quite a while. <laughs> yeah, well, most of the stuff I did back that long ago uh, didn't really catch much traction in terms of uh, you know people following it or anyone listening to it. And so... You know, part of that's because I don't think it was very good <laughs> back back over 10 years ago now. Uh, and uh, if you're not making good music, people won't listen. So, Well, i got to say, I've listened to your new music, and it is very good. Um, oh, well, thank you. So you have a new album coming out at the end of January, which is released on the 31st of January, and pre-orders are available up until the 22nd of January. Um, would you like to tell us a little bit about the album, uh, where it came from, what what is the album about? Sure, yeah. So uh, where it came from was kind of an accident. Um, for anyone who, who writes songs or makes music, you understand that sometimes the songs just kind of come to you and they end up writing themselves. Um, and I'd been working, you know, over the course of probably two or three years, just writing songs whenever they would come to me and then uh, I started looking at the songs that I'd written and I noticed they all had similar themes you know they were all very allegorical and a picture of uh, you know our struggles as Christians whether that's uh, our struggling to follow God or our struggling against our own you know sinful desires and the things we want to do but we know we shouldn't do um and the struggle we have as Christians against the world, where there's these influences working against us uh, as Christians. And so I saw those things um, similar throughout the songs. And I thought, well, you know, we could, we could make a little concept here out of this. And so the concept is uh, escape the dream. And the dream, I don't know, uh, over in Wales, if you guys have the Welsh dream, but uh, over here, we have the American dream, <laughs> and it's not all it's cracked up to be. Uh, if you chase the American dream, you can end up in a ton of debt and a ton of drugs and a ruined life, and it's not so good. So the idea of escaping the dream is, you know, what we see around us in this world uh, may look good, <clears throat> may feel good temporarily, uh, but eventually it'll fall apart. And you know, the the reality is that God exists and God gives everything 
meaning. And unless we wake up out of this dream of living for ourselves, uh, you know, eventually everything we have will will fall away. Did you used to listen to um, Casting Crowns back in the day? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. They had a song called American Dream. Do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. And so, like, when you say that, I was really reminded of that song. So I used to love that song. And so basically, like, we build with our own hands, but we end up building castles made of sand. Yeah. Um, and it's that whole thing, isn't it? That it, when it's all taken away, like, what are we actually standing on? Um, right. So, like, when I was listening to your album, again, the, like you say, the whole theme was that, like, that inner struggle, isn't it? Like, you want to build for yourself, but, like, what does it mean in the end? Um, so, yeah, yeah. It, it was powerful stuff. Really, really good. Yeah, definitely. I, I've listened to the album. How many tracks is on it? About 12, is it? Yeah. Yeah, 12. 12 tracks on there. And, yeah, my first impression was like, wow, the production quality that's gone into this is absolutely yeah. amazing. Like it's it sounds top quality, top notch kind of music. And and when I was doing a bit of research for this um, uh, for this interview on this podcast, is that you've done it all yourself. <laughs> You're like a one man <laughs> band. And when I think of someone with a one man band, there's someone with those drums on their back and a cymbal and a snare walking around. Right, the, it, the guy at the carnival. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. but it's not like that anymore. We're, we live in the digital age. And you literally, you did the, the guitars, the bass. Did you do the drums as well? Uh, so I don't play the drums. I wish I could, but I, I did, um, you know, map out all of the drum parts. Wow. It's incredible and everything just seemed to flow so well through the songs and and just fit it in and uh, yeah just i was just blown away like how can the one person just create all this and it's just wow excellent so i, I really well it was people to have it was about it. three years uh start to finish about yeah. three years putting the putting the songs together and the beauty of uh you know you'd say we live in this great time where we can do stuff like this is I don't have to go into a studio and get it all right in a couple of hours or a couple of days. And so I spent a lot of time changing my mind on things and redoing things <laughs> and getting it, uh, getting it just right. So it was, uh, it was a long time, but I think it was worth it. Yeah. For people who haven't heard any of your music, what, how would you describe the music? What sort of genre is it? Uh, so it's, it's heavy metal, which for lots of Christians, they kind of, you know, scratch their heads at that one. But it's very melodic metal, so not all the screaming and growling and things like that. Um, but then I, it, so you got that melodic metal and then you smash that up with like the symphony orchestra and uh, you get this symphonic metal sound. Um, that was something I discovered probably about 10 years ago and really loved because it combines you know when i studied music i'm studying all the traditional classical stuff and i love that but i'm also good a guitarist and i like loud you know turn it up to 11 and crank it up so it combines both of that it's the best of both worlds yeah like for, like you say for me i write really different stuff like you did ages ago um, yeah. hey, hey maybe in 10 years i'll be writing heavy metal, <laughs> but um like because it's not something i would think of like listening to heavy metal but like you say i'm all about strong melodies i'm all about like cool chord sequences and like there's still all of that 
they and like all of I'm all about the lyrics and like the lyrics are incredible. I do find that people who write your style of music tend to write better lyrics. I don't know why that is. Um, like you say, it is really like allegorical. You're able to build these metaphors. Uh, I feel like people who write metal and, and these genres do are amazing at doing these songs and albums as these large metaphors. And I, I find that incredible. So that's something I really like appreciated and uh, listening to you. But like you say, I think Christians can think, oh, heavy metal, you know, that's bad. But it's, it's like what people have done with hip hop um, in the Christian scene over the last few years as well. They've sort of, I think, redeemed that style for the glory of God. And I, I'm all about that. I think that's incredible. So just like Christian rap now, I love that. I think like heavy metal can do the same. And what you do is going to reach people that my music wouldn't. Um, and that's exciting because we need to be in all areas of music and all areas of entertainment as much as we can as Christians. And um, that's quite exciting for me. So, yeah, I really appreciate that. What you said about uh, you know, taking those things and redeeming them. I mean, that's whether it's music or pottery or whatever, you know, we should we shouldn't look at things in the world and say, oh, that's not Christian. That's bad. We'll yeah. ignore it or shun it or whatever. Um, but we should take those things and redeem them and make them good and make them glorify God. Mm. Uh, the lyrics, I, I felt ashamed of my lyrics after listening to this. I was like, oh man, I need to work on that. This, this is so no, don't, 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 don't think of it that way because it's a totally different um, perspective or, or strategy or whatever right, you want to call yeah. it. Uh, than from what you're doing because that uh, and this as an encouragement to you that Christmas song you did I think two years ago um, yeah. that you. one yeah I, so I just you know shared that on Facebook whatever just because like oh yeah I know this guy people would like his stuff and uh, that kind of like took off around our church like people were talking about it oh, you nice. know this kid I was like yeah there, what what you're doing um is just as important and you know even though it's a different approach to it yeah that's the thing like like we were talking about it in youth yesterday like how different testimonies reach different people but it's like the same with yeah. music as well like we're going to reach different audiences and and that's a good thing like god's given us different like tastes and different abilities to reach different people yeah. um that's no, super encouraging man. It, what's cool is like we can catch up and encourage each other from the other side of the world after like <laughs> 14 years after meeting like yeah yeah it's just Mad. amazing yeah you were you were just a little kid yeah i want to be, be 14 so it literally half my lifetime ago uh, yeah that's, that's mind-blowing man and we we thought you were these like super christians you know coming over they are super christians oh, God. no <laughs> Yeah, I've seen you've also had um, some good reviews from other um, other publishers. They've written good reviews about it, and I also saw that you it's been on the radio already. Is that right? Your music? A couple of a couple of different internet radio stations have picked it up, and that's been that's been kind of fun. Are they Christian-based radio stations, or are they uh, in the secular? Yeah, uh, they're Christian Christian metal radio stations. So if you you know. If you find out you like this sort of Christian metal thing, there's a there's a way you can discover a whole new world of music. So there is like a, a Christian metal scene then. Oh yeah. So is oh, that yeah. mainly in the states or is that a worldwide thing? I well, I know there's it's big in the states. Um, kind of a different flavor of metal than I do. 
more of a, a metalcore and punk is big in the states but i know it's also uh there's a little bit of an underground over i know in places in europe like in scandinavia and then also in uh, like argentina that's cool we, weirdly enough <laughs> so there's there's little pockets of it here and there around the world so would you have like um christian metal like festivals and stuff then uh, you know would you all gather because i was listening i was listening to this i was thinking how <coughs> does this go down when you like do it live because for me I, a lot of what i do is go to different churches and play these songs but obviously i mean right. even my stuff sometimes churches are a bit like oh that's a bit much so <laughs> when I, i'm trying to imagine you playing this like heavy metal to a, like a church i'm like i can't see that working so like when obviously when we're not in lockdown do you go and perform and where would you is there an audience for this type of christian metal so there's uh there's a huge audience for it uh here in the states there's festivals just you know like you would have with any kind of music festival and they, they big outdoors um it gets a little wild at at those sorts of things you know getting the mosh pit and all that uh, <laughs> people people mosh for jesus all the time at those things <laughs> uh, and there's also like you talked about going and playing in churches sure there are plenty of churches here in the States that would uh, be a little hesitant about that, we'll say. Uh, but there's also like, there's what's called the metal church down in Florida where their, their whole strategy um, to reach lost people is their worship services are heavy metal. They throw heavy metal concerts and, you know, they look just like, all the heavy metal people you could think of and uh, they're doing it to preach the gospel and to get, to get people to hear the truth. Um, so cool. Uh, can I, can so, I, yeah, it's great. I just want to ask, cause this is blowing my mind, Matt, I'll pan back to you after this, but I'm just wondering <laughs> like when you do perform live, cause you are a one man band, like you say, so obviously you're not able to play the drums and the bass and the guitar. <laughs> so what, when you're playing live, what does that setup look like? Do you get musicians in or do you play to backing tracks? And what does that look like? So I've, I've never actually done this kind of music live. Right. Because um, like you said, being a one-man band, uh, it, it would look kind of fake just having me up in front of every everybody playing along to backing tracks. Um, but yeah, my goal is to, uh, I'd love to get some musicians together here and actually put the real band together and, and do it live. Uh, but when I do play, I'll do more of like what you do with the the broken down acoustic arrangements of it and um you know for a lot of the stuff i do the music still works some of it doesn't but uh that's okay too sorry but i'll come back to you now pal i thought was just so interesting <laughs> oh no it's good it's good <laughs> now you've already covered it but it was on my notes that when i was listening to this kind of music when you think about heavy metal music you do think about um the screaming, uh, the shouting down yeah. the microphone. But when we listen to yours, it, it's not like that at all. And when I was listening to your album, I was actually driving at the time, but I was imagining it being like a theatrical performance sort of thing. I could imagine yeah. your songs being played during a, a stage production. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if anybody else has ever said that. I, I don't don't take that the wrong way, but I think that's a really good thing. And because you've got like a story behind every song, which I feel that will would fit in to a bigger mm -hmm. picture a bigger story so 
maybe that's someone you could do it in the future. Maybe your your music will extend into uh, into the theatrical side of things. Have you thought about that before? Or is that oh yeah, that would be wild. <laughs> that would uh, you know if if some uh, theater company came to me and was like, yeah, we want to do it. That would be awesome. Uh, but I couldn't imagine trying to put something on that scale together myself just because of how many people are involved and all the whole process behind putting something like that together. But I, I totally agree with what you're saying, you know, the story behind it. Um, there is that story behind all the songs that, that weave them together. And uh, the goal would be, you know, people thinking of their own lives and parts, maybe parts or all of their own life would match the story woven in the song and, and then if they don't know god that maybe that would cause them to stop and think oh hey you know maybe there's something in this that i need to dig deeper in and that i need to learn about or ask a friend about yeah i, I think like because you and i both um see music as a real ministry um yeah is why i do what i do that's why you do what you do so um that is the goal. You you put this music out there and you pray and, and you know, we ask God to to challenge people. And what I, because I, I sort of was listening to it, I've just listened to it now all the way through and I just thought, I'll note down some of the lyrics that sort of stood out to me that I, and then I ended up writing like five pages because it was so much good, like, <laughs> lyrics that I thought was like really challenging and really like, I don't know, punchy, like really to challenge people. Um, and that's what you want to do because uh, I think it's a really good way to to share the gospel, to share about God for maybe an audience that wouldn't want to sit down and listen to a forty minute sermon. Um, that's why yeah. I do what I do. So what what do you f- see the benefit of like music ministry? What what is music ministry to you, and why do you think it's important and valuable? Yeah, so music ministry to me starts with um glorifying god and i kind of touched on that earlier but it's it's got it can't be all about me it's got to be focused on who god is and what he has done for us um and then the other two parts of it is you know with the music that i write that i sing uh that i share with people um if it's for christians i want that music to encourage them to build them up, you know, to remind them of the truths that we know in Scripture, uh, so that they'll they'll be able to keep walking in their Christian faith. Uh, and then for the people who don't know Christ, who maybe have heard about the Bible or maybe been to church, but it's not real to them, um, I want the music to present those things to them in a way that makes it real, that they can connect to. Um, Maybe they hear it in a different way, because uh, this is very different than listening to a sermon or a devotional. Uh, and maybe that fresh perspective makes them stop and consider, like, oh, yeah, hey, there's something here worth paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those are really the, the three main um, things I have in mind with music ministry. So a lot of things must have changed in the last 12 months with the coronavirus. Has that changed how you do a music uh, ministry with your music? Not as much as you'd expect. Um, I, we've been very blessed. I work as a music minister at a, at a church here in Georgia. 
And we've been very blessed at our church that we were only closed down for a couple of weeks. And then we were able to, you know, open up partially. So a few people at a time and then gradually more and more people were able to come. Um, and then for the last few months, we've been able to be open um, completely. So you know, that hasn't really changed much. There was a couple of weeks where it was just online and, you know, the pastor was preaching to an empty room and I was leading music in an empty room. And that was really weird. <laughs> uh, but thank God we're, we're past that for now. Uh, and then with what I do uh, through this reflection of glory, um, since that's all done through the beauty of this digital age, you know, that, that coronavirus didn't really slow it down. If anything, it gave me a little more time to work on it, which was nice. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, so let's point people in the right direction. And if they want to find out more about Reflection of Glory or if they want to pre-order, listen to your music, buy your music, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, so just to generally follow what's going on, um, I'm on Facebook and YouTube. Just search Reflection of Glory and you'll find me. Uh, if you're interested in buying music or pre-ordering, uh, go to reflection-music.com. That's our official website. That's the only place to go uh, where you can um, pre-order to get stuff like T-shirts, CDs, or even vinyl if you're a vinyl collector. Um, so that's reflection-music.com. Right, and I'd also put all these links on our Facebook page, which is the Good Grief Podcast. You can find us on uh, all the social media platforms. Look out for the, uh, the blue logo. Uh, you'll find us there. Click on our page, like our page, and yeah, you'll find all the information you need about Reflection of Glory. Now, what does the future hold? Now you've got this album out of the way, and have you got any other projects working? I know you're very busy in your personal life because you've just received a new uh, child into the family. <laughs> Um, so you're going to take some time out now and uh, spend some time with the family or have you got more projects lined up? Yeah, so, there's, you know, right in the middle of this promotional cycle for the, the new album, lots of stuff to juggle. Uh, as much fun as it is, I'm looking forward to that uh, being done. So I can take a little more time to relax and settle in with my family. Um, but I'm already thinking of the, the next project you know, it'll probably take another three or four years or so, uh, just because that's the way it goes, right? You got, you got to work, you got family, and then this sort of thing comes next. So, oh, fantastic! Yeah, I'll keep an eye out on your on your uh, progress. You do like to upload stuff onto your Facebook quite regularly, and even if you're just playing around the guitar, it's just great to see you yeah. uploading stuff and seeing what you're working on. Um, so yeah, thanks for taking the time out today to uh, spend some time with us here. I know it's a bit of a time difference. It's probably about, I don't know, five hours behind? I think so. It's, uh, it's What time is it for you guys there? It's half past five right now. Yeah, yeah, so five <laughs> hours difference. Okay. Um, yeah, before we close off then, let's uh, turn over to Maze. I know you've been busy doing lockdown as well. You've got some projects coming up. Do you want to uh, give yourself a bit of a plug to say what's coming up? Even I know you're doing quite a lot of work in the Welsh ministry area as well at the moment. Yeah, that's sort of taken over for me a little bit, um, just because there's such a need for Welsh language worship. We're so resource poor in the Welsh language. Um, so I've been really working hard. So I, I can't quite tell you exactly what we're doing because it's still under wraps, but there are plans for something new and exciting as far as Welsh language worship. I mean, it's never been done before. 
that I'm putting together. So I'm super excited about it to see what God's going to do. God is definitely a work in the Welsh language church. So I see it as my call in to give new songs to this new move of God, if that makes sense. So I want to yeah. sort of write this new wave of God is doing it and give music, give new songs to the Welsh language church to use. Um, but also like I'm, uh, I released a new EP just before the first lockdown. It's the worst time in ever. Um, so if you want to listen to that, you can go on Spotify, type in Maze, M-E-I-Z. It's called Chains, the latest EP. Uh, I know you've done a couple of lyric videos for me, Matt, on that. So you can check those out on YouTube and on my Facebook, Maze, as well. So, um, yeah, the English stuff has been a bit slow more recently because I've been more concentrated on the Welsh stuff. But uh, I'll be getting back to that, doing more videos and stuff and hopefully next month because i usually do an anniversary concert as you know matt you've been to yeah, most of them if not all of them this year. um every year to celebrate the launch of the ministry so obviously this year we're gonna have to take that online so it's gonna look different but okay. you know we we've got to be creative in these times so hopefully next month at some point keep an eye out on the maze facebook page because i will be doing some sort of online anniversary concert update people with what's happening and share some songs share some new songs and um, like you say, like Barry was saying, it's, it's glorifying God and just using this music to point people to, to Christ. So that's what we're going to carry on doing whatever way we can. So, uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Yes. In some ways, this has forced a lot of music ministries to operate in different ways and forcing you guys to be a bit more creative. So it's been a, it's been challenging you in more than one way and uh, positive outcomes you've had. It, you're probably reaching more people by doing it more online and, and stuff like that. Because to be honest, the last um, event that I actually went to was your anniversary concert last year. Yeah, that was yeah. the last time I was out <laughs> socialising with other Christians. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? Like, like we had the floods straight after that, yeah, and then that we weekend. had the whole coronavirus thing. So it's been a crazy time. But <laughs> I think it depends as a musician in what cycle like what part of the musician cycle you are because it sort of goes writing recording touring so mm. it, if you're in the writing stage brilliant because yeah. you were stuck in the house and you're forced to write like barry was saying if you're in the recording stage he's had loads of time to just sit down and record over the last year but if you're like on the touring stage and like i was saying i just released a new ep so that was devastating because i had like i had a tour plan for like this autumn just gone and that's all gone. So um, I've got like a thousand CDs sitting in the house doing oh, no. nothing. Um, <laughs> and like churches that are booked that I can't go to. So yeah, it's been tough. But like you say, we are reaching a different audience online now. And uh, we'll, you know, God it can move through it all. So it's just trusting him and uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it, this is the last few months now we're praying so we can get back to doing some live stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's wait and see. Yeah, we've got the vaccines rolling out at the moment here in the UK. And I think they're rolling them out in the US as well, from what I've seen on TV. So hopefully Barry yes. is to be out yes. and about again. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I'm going to wrap up the uh, the podcast there. So thank you uh, for tuning in and listening. So be sure to check out Reflection of Glory over on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, yeah, check out the website if you want to make a pre-order. And then you can uh, purchase it on the 31st of January from the 3rd. 31st of January, it'll be out there for sale, so be sure to go and check that out. So I'm going to wrap it up there, and yeah, so thank you very much again for joining us. Is there anything else you want to say before we go? Uh, just thanks so much for having me. It's been a blast to uh, catch up with you guys again. Yep. 
hopefully, well, maybe one day you can bring your family over and uh, bring them to Wales and we get to meet them. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. It would be. So, yeah, thank you very much, guys. You have been listening to The Good Grief Podcast. This is The Good Grief Podcast, bringing you all things good. Good.